I believe that the quality of life we live directly reflects the type of relationships that we have with ourselves, others, God, and everything in between. Welcome to my inner and outer world. My name is Tyler Joe Stratton, and I am the host of the Happy Heart Academy podcast, where it is my mission to significantly improve the quality of life you live by teaching you how to live more joyfully from your heart rather than your hurt so that you can begin to experience more joyful and loving relationships with yourself, others, God, and everything in between after a devastating heartbreak. Thank you for joining me today. Now let the podcast begin. This is how you can begin to rekindle a broken relationship. What is up, my dear friends, and welcome back to another episode here on the Happy Heart Academy podcast. I am your host and relationship coach, Tyler Joe Stratton. And today we are talking about how you can begin to rekindle a broken relationship. Now, this podcast is really all about helping you to overcome the obstacles stopping you from creating more happiness in your life and relationships. And ultimately, the reason I've created this podcast for you is so that you can begin to enjoy your life by discovering how enriching relationships truly can be. You know, I help a lot of my folks or a lot of my clients or a lot of you here on the Happy Heart Academy podcast through uh, anything from a separation to a breakup to a divorce. But that's not my only forte. My true forte is to help you to really find not only a better relationship with yourself, but also a happier relationship with someone else. Because I believe that the quality of life we live directly reflects the relationships that we have with ourselves, others, and God. And if we want to live a happy life, a fulfilled life, a life that we feel like was well-lived, we need to learn how to develop and rekindle our relationships. And I, no matter where you're at, in your journey, whether you just broke up with them two days ago, or you're starting to move past the heartbreak space. And you're like, you know what, I would like to put myself back out there. Or heck, you are on a path where you know that the relationship is currently broken, and you have no idea on how you can rekindle it or reignite it so that you can move it into hopefully what I like to call a joyful and loving relationship. We're going to dive into how you can begin to rekindle a broken relationship. You see, it doesn't matter why you need to rekindle love. What matters is that it's possible to rekindle love. If you want to learn how to fix a broken relationship, whether it's a recent romance or a long-term love affair, you need some emotional kindling. Over time, I've learned that Taking the following small steps in your relationship can really lead to a massive change and help you to bring back that spark that you miss. You see, a lot of us in our relationships oftentimes lose this spark. We lose love. We stop trying to connect to one another, be spontaneous with one another, try for one another. We kind of give up on one another. And that oftentimes puts the spark out within the relationship and therefore, you know, we try to find happiness elsewhere with somebody else and really it's never a good thing to do in most cases anyway. It depends on case by case, but ultimately if you can stay with the person that you've invested so much time with, you know, maybe that is the best bet. But like I said, it really does depend on case by case. If you guys have just lost the love, 
you know, and you know, you've had a really solid relationship for, you know, three, five, 10 years, but you've just lost the love. Well, ultimately, this is how you can rekindle a broken relationship. And for those of you who are not in that state, you know, you're not in a relationship that's broken right now. Well, this is also for you simply because you've got to understand what you can do the next time around because every relationship, including my own, can go through these highs and lows, these peaks and valleys, these moments of great spontaneity, great connection, great aliveness, great love, passion, intimacy, and then it drops away. But it's up to us to discover how we can stop allowing it to drop away, stop allowing it from disconnecting, stop allowing my wife and I or your significant other and you to kind of pull away from each other. So I'm going to give you five different ways that you can bring the spark back into your current relationship that you feel like is a little off or perhaps into your next relationship that you're going to step into. But before I talk about the five big ideas today, you know, I want to share with you this thought that I heard it a while ago and I thought it was so beautiful that it really transformed the way that I showed up in my own marriage. And ultimately, you know, something that I've realized that I need to do day in and day out is, you know, one of my greatest fears growing up was to get a divorce, to put my own family through a divorce. I've been through that. My parents got a divorce. They went through a really challenging divorce when I was uh, young back in 2004 and that broke me. That not only broke me, but it caused a lot of anger. It caused a lot of hurt. It caused a lot of brokenness, not only in my home, not only within my mind, within my heart, but also financially, you know, relationally. It broke away not only, you know, the um, intermediate family, but it also broke away a lot of the family that I once knew, like aunts and uncles, you know, so one thing that I was very fearful of for the longest time was getting married because I knew that there was a possibility, if not a great possibility, of getting a divorce if you do get married. And I'm like, well, if the, the odds are already stacked against you and I already know what the worst of it looks like, I don't ever want to find myself in a divorce. So how do I prevent myself from getting divorced is to never get married. That was my mindset about seven years ago. Now I'm happily married and it's not even a thought in my mind because of this quote. And it was a quote that I forget who said it, but it was basically like something along the lines of this. If you want to always, if you want to be someone who prevents heartbreak or divorce, then you must treat your significant other the same way you did when you first met them and then never stop treating them that way. Think about the intentionality behind that. Think about how you showed up for them. Think about how you were presently engaged in their eyes as you looked upon them. Think about how you really didn't look at your phone. Think about all the questions that you would ask, the smile that you would give them, the hug, the, the compliments, the appreciation, the, the love, the extra, just go on the extra mile. You would write notes, you would send cute text messages, you would send them flowers, you would write them in a card, you would take photos all of the time. And I'm just asking you, did you do that? Are you currently doing that? Are you showing up with the same vitality, happiness, and aliveness that you once had? That spark that was once there? Or have you lost it? 
And are you pointing the blame on them? You're like, Tyler, you don't understand. I have given my all. I have showed up that way. I have tried. And if you are that person, I understand some relationships are not meant to be. But it will come to a point in time. If you're not willing, you have to be willing to sit down with them and ask them, are you willing to show up 100% for me? Are you all in or are you all out? I don't like you as a 50% of you. I need all of you. And I'm willing to be that all of you. I'm willing to bring my all to give to you, to love you, to lead, to serve, to be there for you. But I need you to show up the same way. I've got to know you're fully committed too. And so ultimately, to simplify this message today, all you really need to do is show up the same way that you once showed up when you first started dating them, when you first interacted with them, when you were first there with them. You were intentional. You were, you gave compliments. You gave your smile. You gave your heart. You, you listened you accepted. You weren't so judgmental. You were just excited, wrapped up in all of the newness that it was. Don't go seek the newness elsewhere. Don't go seek the newness elsewhere when you've invested this much. Listen, my friend, I know that it's tough when the relationship seems like it's dwindling, if the spark seems like it is dying, but don't let that flame die. I ask you to remember these five things. The first thing to bring your spark back in your current relationship that feels like you're broken or in your next relationship is always remember this. Use your relationship polarity to your advantage. So hear me out here. This is the first big idea is the polarity idea. The polarity idea to your advantage. Having things in common with your partner is absolutely wonderful, but opposites also attract. This principle is called the law of polarity. Think back to when you first met your significant other. Things were easy between the two of you. And the physical chemistry proved your instant attraction toward one another, right? When you rekindle a relationship, remember that ease in chemistry. Nurture your own natural energy and confidence. Your partner was and is attracted to you in your natural state. So understand that you've got to show up. And you've got to engage in your masculine energy or your feminine energy. And you've got to be that, own that, enjoy that. Your natural energy and your partner's energy work together to create this beautiful relationship chemistry. Now, when working together in a natural, balanced way, neither of you need to really suppress your true self and you can be happy together as you are. If you find yourself in the position of fixing a relationship, you'll probably find that one or both of you have sacrificed your true self somewhere along the way. And regaining this energy is vital to moving forward. So I ask you, when you feel like you are broken inside, like you're not showing up as yourself, I'm asking you to step back into your polarity, step back into your masculine, step back into your feminine, step back into who you know you truly are. You know, men crave femininity. Women crave masculinity. 
Now, I'm not trying to generalize everything. Please hear me out. I'm not trying to just put things into general terms because I understand there's a vast, vast audience here, but understand there's a polarity. There's a masculine and feminine. There's a positive. There's a negative. If your relationship partner is in a negative frame of mind, you need to be the positive because two negatives do not create a positive. If you're, once again, if you guys are needing to stop trying to act like one another so much and calling each other out so much. And once again, like knowing, being like, I already know what you're going to say, so don't even say it. No, allow them to be themselves. Bring your polarity back into the relationship. Step into your power, whether it's all masculine, all feminine, it doesn't matter. Step into it, own it, bring it. Number two is you need to be more physical to help the intimacy grow. Time and time again, when times are tough and we're looking for how to rekindle a relationship, many of us have trouble being physical with our partner. This is especially true when I sat down with many couples when we talked about sex. You know, sex is a continuous issue in so many relationships and is oftentimes one of the biggest reasons why many relationships fail and fall apart. If you find yourself being less physical with your partner, you know, to punish them or, you know, maybe... Uh, you are avoiding sex for some odd different reason out there, you need to address that immediately. You need to talk to them about it. Maybe you're somebody that has a kink of fantasy and you don't believe that your partner would ever be open to that kink or fantasy, but like ultimately you've got to have that re- a conversation with them. This is a relationship you're talking about here. This is the relationship with the love of your life right here. You have to sit them down and be like, listen, I would love it if we tried X, Y, and Z. Like you're my partner and you're supposed to be my forever. And that means, you know, depending on, you know, the relationship, I'm just talking, um, overall here, but like if, if you're just focused on one person and that person's supposed to be your everything, you should have that conversation to kind of help you to, uh, not try to find, uh, getting your kink fulfilled elsewhere or whatever it might be. But fixing a relationship is nearly impossible when one or both of you are not able to show up physically for one another and have physical affection for one another, affectionate, physical contact, whether it's sexual or not, gives you the natural high your body hormones produce and can really help you get into the right frame of mind to rekindle new love. You know, remember to touch your partner frequently as they help you to redevelop closeness and intimacy. Give the one that you love reassurance Give them some cares, some hugs, some kisses, some squeeze, some holding of hands, letting them know that I'm still here and I'm not going anywhere. These small moments can mean a lot to your partner when you're trying to fix a relationship. Of course, sex is also very important in a relationship and understanding your own sexual energy as well as that of your own partner. But sex is the key to learning how to rekindle a broken relationship. If sexual intimacy is becoming less and less frequent, you need to take action now before it becomes an insurmountable problem. Like I said, time and time again, I help a lot of couples rekindle their love and their vibrancy by connecting to themselves physically. If you felt like in your past relationship, at the end of it, you started to lose that physical attraction toward one another, you stopped holding hands, you stopped hugging, you stopped cuddling, you stopped just being wild, free, and naked around one another because of the kids, because of the, you know, whatever the situation may be, it's time for you to remember that there's this beautiful, vulnerable, 
dance between two people when we're sitting there completely bare naked and just holding one another. Talking to them, letting them know that there's nowhere else in this world you would rather be. Start to learn how to get more physical to help intimacy grow. The third big idea here is just be more curious about your partner. I know how difficult this can be, especially if you guys have been together for plenty of years, a handful of years, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, you know, when you started dating, I talked about this a little bit earlier, but when you started dating your partner, you were intensely curious about them. You wanted to know what they were thinking and feeling at all times. You asked questions about their past and their future dreams. Do you still act in this manner? If not, it could be a big reason why you are now in the position of learning how to rekindle love. I oftentimes frequent uh, the conversation with my own wife, asking her, what's her dream? Has it changed? What do you want our life to look like in the next one, two, and three years? Where would you like to be physically, emotionally, mentally? What identity do you want to hold? in the next three to five years. Do you, do you want to be a mother? If so, how do, how do we make that happen? You know, because there's more to it than just being physical. Who do you want to be as a mother? What type of mother do you want to show up as? Are you always there or are you oftentimes distant because you put your career more first than you put your kids? Starting to ask different questions that allow conversations to come up more organically can help you to become more connected to your partner. Curiosity about your partner involves asking questions and practicing deep listening when they answer you. It goes beyond asking how their day went or what they like for dinner. Find out what they think about currently. You know, find out what they think about in their current life and their current events at their current workplace, how their new position at work makes them feel in terms of their life and their goals and how their dreams for the future have changed. When you spark your curiosity for your partner, fixing a relationship becomes so much easier for the both of you. So the first three big ideas here on how you can begin to really rekindle a broken relationship. First, you got to step into your either masculine or feminine energy. Number two, you really got to be more physical to help intimacy grow. Once again, number three is be more curious about your partner. Start asking questions besides, you know, hey, how's your day? Or what do you want for dinner? Like we all ask those questions, but it's time to dig a little bit deeper, to be more intentional, to wake up their soul, to aliven them. Think about this. There's always a potential possibility that somebody better is going to come sweep them off your feet, off their feet. I think about that daily. I'm like, if another man decided to come into my wife's DMs and message her, is he going to be able to treat her, her better than I do today? If another man came into her life tomorrow and was classy, A+, plus, high-class individual, like, is he able to love her better than me? Is he able to sweep her off her feet? Or would she stay with me? And here's what I know. The way that I show up for my wife on a day-to-day -day basis, 
there's there's no competition. <clears throat> Excuse me. There's no competition. There's no other man that's going to step into her life and is going to make her question whether or not she wants to be with me. That's what I know for certain. That's what I know to be true. Why? Because I'm very intentional. Why? Because I'm very patient. Why? Because I'm a good listener. Why? Because I understand how to love her, how to care for her, how to respect her, how to hold her. I'm very intentional with with the love of my life. And I am not going to become second place because somebody new came into her life and decided to listen to her more than I listened to her, decided to give her more attention than I was giving to her. It's not going to happen. And it shouldn't happen for you either. The next big idea, the fourth big idea here is, you know, you've got to use your voice as a powerful tool for building intimacy. Communication and relationships, my friend, are everything. As much as physical touch and thoughtfulness are keys to a relationship, so are your words. Your words have an incredible power, and those who are looking for how to rekindle a relationship sometimes don't realize that the words they've been using with their partner are very harming and very distasteful. Not only do the stories we tell ourselves define us as individuals, but our words can also build up our partner in relationships or tear them both down. In many situations, there is no right thing to say. You just need to be more genuine. Learning how to rekindle love is one of those situations. So you must learn how to communicate effectively with your partner in order to revitalize your bond. Use heartful and heartfelt words when communicating with your partner, whether it's about your trip to the grocery store or revolving a personal conflict. Remember to say things like, hey, I love you. Thank you. I'm so grateful for you. I miss you. Uh, my, you know, Said with genuine emotion, these little statements make tough times easier between the two of you, which helps you to build or rebuild trust after it's been betrayed. Rekindle love by speaking with care and compassion and avoiding blame at all costs. When the two of you are arguing, don't say you know, things in, a, um, in the heat of the moment that you'll regret later. Remind yourself that this is a person you love and trust and that your words affect them deeply. As you work together to communicate your love and respect for each other, you will find that your rekindled love is even stronger than the love you shared at the beginning of your relationship. This, my friend, is why most relationships fail, is because they fail to communicate. They fail to be open, vulnerable, real, authentic. They decide to talk to me rather than to talking to their partner. A lot of the work that I do is to help you show up for your partner. A lot of the work that I do is to help you to rekindle that relationship by helping you speak to your partner about the thing that you need to speak to them about, not to me about. You see... Right now, my wife's away. She's been away for about five days, and there's nothing more that I miss than her right now. I wish she was here with me. Uh, she comes back tomorrow, thank God. But like, uh, I've, I've done so many beautiful little things for her. I have bought her flowers. I got her a card, welcome home. I constantly remind her every night. I FaceTime her, just letting her know how much I love her, miss her, and care about her. I make sure that I tell her I love her and how grateful I am that I get to call her my wife and to do this life together. And we've been together for six years now. Not a day goes by that she doesn't hear how grateful I am for her, how appreciative I am for her, how thankful I am that she's a partner and a team player, how I feel like I don't have to do life alone and she 
completes me. Your person needs to hear that too. But you must use your voice as a powerful tool to rebuild back that intimacy. Sometimes it starts with your words. And then from your words, it moves into questions. And from those questions, you become a little bit more physical. And from that, you step into your polarity, your masculine and feminine energy. You become super vulnerable. You become super dominant. You become super in love. The last thing that I want you to really think about here is this. The last thing you need to think about is how to build a happy memory bank. The last big idea here to rekindle love after you feel like you've lost it. Or if you're not in a relationship currently, how you can continue to keep love in your future relationship is always to remember to build a happy memory bank. Every couple faces tough times. And it's easy to focus on negative experiences. To counteract these, build a happy memory bank that you both can reflect on when you're struggling. Where focus goes, energy flows. And when you focus on moments of joy and connection, you relive those memories and rekindle love. You've got to make sure to, to construct your memory bank with intentionality. Plan regular date nights and recognize special occasions. Find any reason to celebrate, even if that means celebrating for no reason at all. Create traditions that are comforting and increase your connection. Treat each other with kindness and empathy and take any opportunity you can to build your partner up. Learning how to rekindle a relationship is not easy. It takes time and effort to create and sustain a supportive and healthy relationship and even more time if you're faced with fixing a broken relationship. But with time and patience, my friend, you can build trust and deep connection with your partner once again. Once again, please remember that love is everything, that the quality of your life directly reflects the relationships that you have with yourself, others, and God. And in order for you to rekindle love that has been lost or to remember how to love someone in the future, you've got to make sure that you're building a happy memory bank. You've got to then make sure to remember to use your voice as a powerful tool for building intimacy. And then be curious about your partner. Be physical to help intimacy grow and then use your relationship polarity to your advantage. These are the five ways in which you can begin to create more love in your broken relationship or in your future relationship. If you found this podcast helpful, encouraging, supportive, or uplifting, please make it your mission to tell other people about this podcast because I believe it is on each and every single one of us to spread more positivity, more hope, more encouragement during these times of chaos, negativity, heartbreak, and struggle. Because I believe you have the power to be the dealer of hope by lifting up other people through positive education so that their life can begin to change and change for the better. If there is one thing that I would ask any of you to do, it would be to be the light in the darkness and be the hope in the hopeless and be the love that you know this world needs more of. And remember, it is our duty and grand plan to be the warrior whose mission it is to love, lead, and serve all of those 
that we can by being the person they need us to be. And you can begin to be that person in their life by simply sharing this podcast with those who you know could use some more help, hope, love, and encouragement. And with the utmost gratitude in my heart, I thank you for spending your precious time with me today and listening to the podcast.